Hello, welcome to the Marketing Show. Cheryl and I thought, hey, why present all new ideas when, quite frankly, we think there's been some great ones suggested on this marketing show. So, Cheryl, you came up with a creative topic for today called... I, I called it the Marketing Show Rewinds, Business Lessons Learned from Business Leaders in 2021. So we're just kind of reflecting on some of the things that I've taken away and some of the things that you've taken away from some of the content that we've had from the guests over the last six months. So many great guests and so many great ideas. And I, as I always say, you know, ideas are only as good as their execution. So we thought we'd focus in uh, on four specific guests and four specific comments we think you can use right away. Let me start with the one I selected first from Scott Clary. Now, here's a guy I think if you're in sales or marketing, put him on your list in terms of who to follow, especially on LinkedIn. He covers the map, great content. And I want to go to him here in this clip when he was on this marketing show. Because, you know, Cheryl, as we activate more and more business to business salespeople on LinkedIn, let's say, and you create all the content for companies' social channels, we have heard from customers, hey, my reps may not be engaged in terms of the, the movement in terms of the digital sales model. And so let's listen in now what Scott suggested, so easy, so practical, yet so seldom done to get your people up on social media. Let's go to Scott's clip now. And just get them to do it. One one successful strategy that I saw, I can't remember which company, but they basically built a Slack channel that was focused on amping each other up and, and, and pushing each other to post on LinkedIn more. And then when somebody put a post, you could drop that link into the Slack chat, then everyone else in the company would like it. And, you know, and they'd also critique it and give feedback. And that's just one way, right? Just a, a, a channel in your company that promotes social mm -hmm. selling or social media or posting more often. And not everyone's going to be comfortable day one, but you start to get that built into the culture of, of your company and it'll, it'll pay off in, you know, six months or, or nine. So there you have it, folks. I mean, who can't set up a Slack channel to get your people involved and let them know what's going on, what's being posted. Cheryl, what's your uh, special guest comment here coming up? My, my first message that I wanted to talk about, because it really hit home with me, the guest at, uh, for this particular show was Joey Davenport, and he works with a, an organization called Hoopus Performance Network in the United States. He focuses on trustworthy selling, and he talked about something called the calculated pause. And yes, this applies to sales reps, sales professionals, everybody, but I think as a marketing person, um, you know, as a communication specialist, everybody can learn from this. It was really interesting what he said, and it certainly made me think about it. So let's take a look at what Joey had to say. Another thing's called calculated pauses. So if you're sharing uh, intimate information with me in the sales process, and all of a sudden there's a lag or a pause in the conversation, what you do, and this is really important in virtual environment, you don't break eye contact because it's gonna be awkward. It's gonna feel like a hundred years when it's really only five seconds. But what you do is you continue to look expectantly, like you're expecting them to continue. Don't break eye contact. If you break eye contact or look down, they're gonna expect you to ask the next question or whatever it might be. So look expectantly, get comfortable with the silence. And I'm telling you, 80% of the time, they will continue and they will continue with deeper information. So as you can see the calculated pause, it's a matter of not speaking when you don't have to speak, which for me can be a challenge sometimes because the awkward silence <laughs> tends to, tends to uh, irritate me, I think sometimes in, in, in conversations and in meetings, but actually there's a reason for it. And I like what he said about waiting for the other person to keep talking because they usually say something really important. Except now. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you wanted me to try it. Okay, so hey, here's my, here, look at it, so powerful. 
you know, and, and when you're negotiating, they say, stop talking. There's all kinds of great spots to stop talking and let the other person do it. Hey, here's a, a one from Florida. Now, Keith, if you're watching, uh, I think you do a great job on LinkedIn, Keith Dobman. Here's a guy that sells glass doors or glass encasements. So it may not be in your industry, but I think does a bang up job in terms of branding himself and his company on LinkedIn. And in this clip, I selected it because I think he's going to explain to people who are on the fence about getting their personal brand going in a digital arena, make them you know, think twice about why now might be the time to do it. Let's go to that clip now. Once I got through that uncomfortable phase of taking the perfect selfie video and, and kind of finding out what my shtick was going to be, because at the end of the day, they say, you know, if, if you have fun while you're working, you never really work a day in your life. And I'm that ultimate fun guy. I like, I want to do my job at a high level, but I want to have an extreme amount of fun while I'm doing it. And I figured I'd interject that into kind of my shtick. And, yeah. um, what ended up happening was as I started gaining more followers, I started becoming more credible to people when I'm going out on the jobs. I was able to, I guess it gave the illusion that I'm more of a professional because I'm blasted all over social media, but I was able to leverage that uh, into my favor when the, it became between me and a competitor of mine and they haven't seen anything that he's doing online. They don't know him. Um, maybe it was just a referral, but they feel like they already know me before they even meet me. And you know that changed the whole dynamic because now it's not going through that uncomfortable introductory. They already kind of really know who they're getting once I get there. So the expectations are already set. Well, there you have it. Great points, Keith, in there about building trust. And I, I, I agree 100% with what he's saying, folks, by the way. You know, people are looking at you now online in many cases before, during, and even after the buy cycle. And here's a guy I think that's on the mark with a great point there. Thanks so much for sharing that, Keith. Now, who have you got coming up, Cheryl? So my last pick was one we just had on a few weeks ago, actually. He's a behavioral performance expert, Randy Taylor. And I really liked what he said around how sales professionals are rewarded and his idea behind not rewarding dollars that you're bringing in, but rather activity and why that's a big mistake in terms of being rewarded over dollars within the sales industry. So let's take a look at his take on that. What I've always found was wrong with sales is that we spend way too much time rewarding um, dollars and not activity. Uh, because you know what, what ends up happening is that the people who are the quick starters, they may have their own natural market, they may have been coming from a company, they're bringing some good clients over, they get all the recognition, they not only get the paycheck, they get the awards, they get the accolades, they get you know, the emails boasting about how well they're doing, uh, and then the people who are, you know, maybe don't have that brand new natural market, they're, you know, entering the workforce and they're trying to succeed from the ground up and it's crickets. They're not taking home the money. They're not getting the accolades. They're not getting the applause. And what happens to them, right? Their brain starts to tell them they're not very good at this. And those are the people who are the, who are the winners. So I, I think that if we really start to examine, you know, sales from a human behavior perspective and start to really reward the activity. You know, because at the end of the day, what's the greatest statement ever in sales? You make the calls, you make the sales. Yeah, so I couldn't agree more. I think that, you know, there are sales reps out there that are pounding the pavement, they're doing the calls, maybe they're not generating the same revenue, but I don't think that we can, you know, disregard the effort that that goes on in behind the scenes, even if we're not seeing the revenue being generated yet. And that's the key word. And you know, it applies, uh, 
in so many ways, I mean, it's not just sales, but a lot of times people aren't rewarded for activities in different areas. I can remember when I was selling at Xerox in my early in my career, I'm in my early 20s, and they said for a 30-day period, we were going to get, I forget if it was $25 every proposal we put out. So in other words, they rewarded financially on the activities. And I can tell you, in our sales bullpen, all people were doing was proposals. And what did proposals <laughs> do? They awoke in customers to say, hey, maybe I should upgrade, maybe I should change, et cetera. But I think there's a lot of merit to what Randy says. And by the way, great guy uh, you had there. Mm -hmm, absolutely. We had some great guests and we've had so many in the last six months that I think we should do one of these rewind shows maybe, you know, once every quarter or something and just remind people because these are really interesting and, and very like bite-sized tangible pieces of information that I think people can apply no matter where they're at in the sales world or the marketing world. No, I thought just on your point there, it's funny that you picked two sales-sided people, but anyway, we'll get into that later. And you kind of picked two marketing sale guys on the other side. Isn't that interesting? Don't wrap it the way you want it. Look, at you don't, do they buy marketing or they buy, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, hey, thanks for joining us today. And thanks to our four guests that uh, we used your clips because we thought they were just awesome. Uh, join us next week on the Smarketing Show for another hot topic. And Cheryl, thanks uh, for all you did to put today together. Good idea. Yeah, good idea. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week.